0: Welcome to the space. We're glad you're here. Yeah. What snacks did you bring? <laughs> oh, you didn't bring... Oh. Cody, did you not email them? Wow. Okay. First of all, both of you assumed that <laughs> nobody brought any snacks.
1: Um, you didn't even give them a chance to respond. That seems a little rude.
0: No, please don't a- pull out those crumpled up goldfish from your bag. No, <laughs> I don't want those. <laughs> actually, like, yeah, like, yeah, I have a I have a Fruit Loop. Um, <laughs> I have a, I have a uh, one really old Fruit Loop in my bag. Yeah, yeah, actually. I have a very sweaty pack of gushes, which, as we know, we will eat regardless. <laughs> oh fuck! You can't just. We are going to be sitting here for an hour, and now all I'm going to be thinking about is Fuck you.
1: I've ruined this podcast from the start.
0: Oh my god. Do you remember... Okay, this is going to be a weird poll. Um, do you remember like, when you saw Madagascar for the first time, which probably was like 20 years ago? Sure, yeah. Because we're oldest time. Weird, because we are crypt keepers. And yeah. those weird animals that were also people saw the other animals that were also people as food. Oh, yes. I feel yeah, like yeah, yeah. if you were in front of me right now, I would be seeing you as a gusher. <laughs> I would look like a gusher.
1: Yeah, it's true. And also, to be fair, we don't look at each other when we do these recordings. So really, I could just be a a haunting phantom of a gusher right now. That's my corporeal
0: form. I wouldn't be surprised if I ever meet you for the first time ever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or, who <knows? laughs> And you had one of those like heads that are a gusher. That would just make sense to me. That's kind of the energy I'm trying to exude, you know, in my, <laughs> life, in my t- <laughs> Just one of those big old lemon heads. That just makes yeah. sense to me.
1: Exactly. Yeah, I am a lemon head. Or like not the hamburger but the mayor McCheese, you know, or just like a <gasps> oh like my a god. Head. That's that's the vibe I'm trying to.
0: I'm the big purple one, whichever one that one was. Oh, uh Grimace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Grimace had a thick ass, and that's what I'm trying to go <laughs> for. <laughs> Okay, well, <laughs> this this is going off to a great start. <laughs> I feel like, anyways, welcome to Into the Twilight, where we <laughs> talk about cryptids and shitty romances, and also uh, the I mean, McDonald's character. Grimace is a, a cryptid. A hundred. That's exactly what I'm it. saying. hundred percent. The McDonald's f- family is, is all <laughs> cryptids. If you really think about it. Anyways, hi. This is a weird energy.
1: Yeah, I love it though.
0: Same. I wouldn't change it for anything else. Um,
1: how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good, you know, besides, you know, decompressing uh, matching Imagine Grimace is a thick king. Um,
0: <laughs> it's
1: just my truth, okay? Representation matters, absolutely, for sure. Um, but yeah, I'm doing pretty good. I, I wanted to bring a quick little happy thing. Um, are you sure this is a happy thing? No, I... <laughs> The image is deceiving. (laughs) Okay. that will be made clear here. Um, But this is my... I put in the show notes a screenshot from uh, the new Ace Attorney video games. Great. Have come out pretty recently. And I just... I want to talk about Ace Attorney. Because Ace Attorney fucking rules. But I super got hardcore into the original Ace Attorney series. When the Newtons happened, I was like, fuck yeah. They're always on sale, like, every time. Hell yeah. But it's, you know, a classic, like, visual novel-esque kind of game in which you play the most fool of a lawyer (laughs) ever and always gets himself into trouble most of the time and every single one of these games like you always start off with him having to defend himself because he got into a weird way and he's accused for murder like it's always the most (laughs) terrible crimes and he's like oh man how do i get myself out of this predicament but recently they just came out with new restorations of games that were never in america oh they were only in japan and all of the graphics are, like, girthy as fuck. Like, it's very weird seeing these people be in 3D. Because, like, regular Ace Attorney, it's all just, like, <laughs> like, a, like a regular visual novel where it's all just super flat. So it's also very weird to be like, oh, these guys move. And <laughs> have, actually, you can see <laughs> facial creatures and it's not just whatever. But this screenshot right here is is a big mood from the beginning of the game. Has gotten himself in a predicament where he is <laughs> wanted for murder <laughs> based on David Stanson. And he's like a student or whatever, so he doesn't really know anything that well. But he's like, "Yeah, I'll defend myself. I can do it. Like, I gotta do it for myself." <laughs> and they're always like, "Here's all the evidence against you," and he's just like, "Oh man!" And his hands are just on his head on his desk, and it's a whole ass mood. And it's that's the entire series of the games, where it's just people being like, "Here's why you are you're never gonna win this case, regardless of who it is. Like, this is totally a you know open and shut case." And they're just like, "But what if I have the belief in me to like Aww. find evidence and?" prove you wrong and that's it's always a mood and a half
0: damn looking at this like the graphics is really pretty it's i love the colors yeah it's really stunning the writing's always just like everyone's
1: just clowning on phoenix Wright and like whoever is the ace attorney being like you are literally a fool and you just (laughs) are yelling objection and enhance and whatever like all these weird catchphrases that you get from legal dramas and stuff i love that yeah, so I've been diving into that, and I'm enjoying it. And I love, I love my my weird lawyer boys. You know, just trying their best out here. Fuck yeah, dude.
0: How are you doing, my friend? Oh, I'm just, I'm just living. Yeah,
1: <laughs> living la vida loca. I you know? uh, truly,
0: um, <laughs> I am just here. Anyways, my happy thing for this week is uh the new album that Halsey put out. Ooh, yeah. So they <laughs> they released the album, If I Can't Have Love, I Want Power. Great title. It is. It's so, the title is great. The cover art is fucking fantastic. Because it's just, she's like regal and she's like, I don't know if it was her son at the time um, or if it was like another baby that they're holding, but it's just like yes, tit out, like <laughs> <laughs> it's just like very like uh, regal. Love that. I have a horrible habit of not listening to an album all the way through, like the way God intended. Right, um, <laughs> like the, <laughs> it's a it's it used to be a problem of mine before I started ADHD medication, but now I'm a like, changed bitch. Yeah, and I can. Yes, I have enough. Yes. Um, you can finish something. Let's go, quickly. I absolutely. can. <laughs> um, I have enough attention span, which is incredibly helpful because Halsey has no skips on this album.
1: Fuck yeah!
0: I will say I have not been like a Halsey stan. Yeah. I I was not listen I didn't go to college in 2015. I was a, in graduate right. school okay like I didn't go to nobody invited me to parties I don't drink like it was a different time when Badlands came out you know if you weren't in that specific college wave like it it's different you know exactly like I got off Tumblr at some point you know right. like oh, yeah. <laughs> um I was a different kind of mentally ill That's but funny. I highly recommend it there's a lot of like biblical and religious. Imagery in here, which makes sense given the, um, like, it's, like, very Henry VIII, like, very old school regal. Like, there's a lot of references and stuff in here, which is cool. Yeah, I mean, I was
1: immediately uh, interested in it when it was, like, when they were announcing that whole thing was coming out, or whatever, and they were like, "Oh, it's Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross, and also Nine Inch Nails." And it's like, yeah. this is exactly the album I want. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is exactly it.
0: This is the brief. And you can definitely tell the like musical references that are in there. Like, mm-hmm. you can see their influences in there. They're not paying me to say this. I just liked it, and it's yeah, been it's very... not sponsored. By <laughs> no, Haldi. but Halsey, uh, I or love Ace you, attorney. <laughs> and I. I'll take some of your money. So I love to hear y'all's thoughts on music. So we have so many current events this week. I hate, I hate when this happens. I hate when we don't just have <laughs> yeah. steady current events and it's like one week, just nothing. a dump, yeah. The next week, all of them. It makes me so mad. I feel like we would be remiss to not talk about the thing that got dropped the day after we recorded last week. <laughs> would you like to start us off with Spencer News, please? Ooh, we got Spencer news, baby. Finally. We finally
1: got uh, the teaser trailer, which we have been Ugh. begging for. And they were like, oh, what if Thursday morning I drop? We just drop it. <laughs> what you were asking for. Um, it's fine. No hard feelings, Neon.
0: We can be besties. Um, Neon, we still love, like, hey, no hard it's feeling. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. Really. She's here and
1: it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Um, you don't get a lot obviously. It's more like a minute. But you get a lot of her moving around and sort of the the ambiance of of the sh-
0: the movie which is I love. Typical Diana, she can't stop moving. She cannot stop. <laughs> yeah, she's always going. One, I love a Christmas movie. This happened yes. to us last year. Oh my year. god. Yes. <laughs> I
1: love a Christmas movie. The tradition is strong. Yeah.
0: And also, I feel like it is incredibly apt To have a movie about the royal, specifically about Diana, that -hmm. happens during Christmas and is sad. Like, it is very appropriate to have something that is um, going to have to be, like, lavish and you know there's going to be a whole bunch of, like, royal obligations, during a time where right, you would assume, all the pressures and stress. Of, yeah. Of, you know. um, where you would assume, like, oh, this is going to be, like, joyful. There's going to be a lot of, like, celebration. But mm. because it's Diana, there's going to be a lot of eating and drinking, which is not good for her.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, no. So let's just have it during Christmas, and she's going to be totally fine. There's going to be no problems at all.
1: No, I can't see any of this going bad in any particular way. This is fun. We're going to have fun. It's going to yeah. be lighthearted. But yeah, she is, what we saw of her in it is serving. Oh, I appreciate it. Everything felt very lush. which It did. I felt like I was there, you know, and I'm very excited. Me too. I want a full trailer neon. I need it. Maybe preferably on a Wednesday or earlier. Yeah. If you
0: could keep that in mind, perhaps when you drop things in the future. If you could drop something (laughs) on a Tuesday or a Wednesday, that would be great. Yeah. You have my email, so you can just send it. I know you have it. You can just send it. So, <laughs> and we are happy to to share this widely anytime. It'll be great. Yeah, we do the trailer debut. Oh <laughs> we do, my we god, have the I would premiere for the Spencer trailer. <laughs> I would die the first time that we go live on anything, and it's like, hey, "What's up, you guys? <laughs> welcome back." <laughs> Speaking of welcome back, um, ooh, so. <laughs> Fucking the Twitter account for you, the TV show, have the audacity to release their announcement uh, for when season three is coming back. Just a quick little, just a quick, just a little, just a, a little, little sprinkle of a trailer. Yeah. Yes. Um, I would, I would consider this not even a teaser. It's just a little like, hey, this is when the date of <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're coming back. <laughs> Here's Penn Badgley doing a voiceover and also a cake. And very
1: sensually making mm. a cake. Um, the most sensual way anyone has ever
0: made a cake before. And arguably. you might be wondering hmm, that's weird. Why is Joe touching baked goods when <laughs> his wife, yeah. his wife, who was. His love. <laughs> <laughs> um, who was like a chefslash baker or whatever the fuck. In that fancy yeah. grocery store? Great question. I have no idea. But basically, throughout all of this, he is <laughs> making a very lavish cake. He even writes on it, gave me lots of like that, um, <laughs> that like fucked up guy from the Coldstone TikTok. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> very much that energy. Because it's like not great, hand re- listen, I'm saying no, that, yeah, but right. also like if you made me do that, I would not do well. Yeah, I would not be able to do this at all. Exactly. But <laughs> it is very uh elementary looking. It in is terms. And of it's like the cake icing. It's not um like sometimes they do that in the frosting too, whereas this is like it like looks like blood. Mm. Yeah. So And it it says on the top at the end before he like with his uh, ring hand uh, cuts the cake and it says, welcome, baby Henry. That's it. That's all it says. Oh, and then it's coming um, October
1: 15th.
0: Yes. So soon. Yeah. Yeah. So get ready. Lots of stuff coming out this year, which is good because I don't know about you all, but I'm not leaving my house anytime soon. So I need new stuff to watch. Yeah, certainly. So I am more than happy um, to imbibe new content, even if that is season three, where theoretically, um, Joe will have a baby strapped to his chest and still be killing people.
1: Yeah, love that. So who's
0: to say? <laughs> this last piece of content, I'm incredibly excited to know your thoughts on because I don't have a lot of references for this yeah i i am
1: also in a similar boat but we can guide we can go through this together oh thank god okay but we have vampire academy news baby
0: thank god something relevant
1: something relevant uh after being teased of many different uh adaptations (laughs) of these novels some yes not only is the peacock adaptation series of that vampire academy confirmed it has a cast now which seems like it might actually be happening at this point. Which, yeah, is farther than most have ever gotten. I feel like so right. It's a good step. Um, you know, it's more it's more encouraging than other uh, projects we've seen before. Um, but we have a cast. Um, we have I don't know if her name is Zizi Zizi Stringer. Her Instagram bio is Gaslight Gay He Girl Boss. So I just oh want that to be, my for the god. Record, I just want that to be known. Um, and her real big thing was Mortal Kombat and hasn't done really much else Fuck, yes film wise or tv wise or anything um but she's gonna be miss rose i she love is this stunning
0: can i just say she is stunning truly i'm very excited it makes so much sense for rose who's like the fucking has looks for days in this academy yeah. for it to be her i love it
1: yeah seriously and like having you know a woman of color
0: oh in my god is
1: wonderful I love it. She's gorgeous. I think, you know, I've not seen Mortal Kombat or her work, but I, you know, just on the Instagram
0: bio alone, I have faith. (laughs) Especially because at least so far with where we're at in this book, there's a lot going on with the Hampiers that lends Mm -hmm. itself to talking about discrimination. So I think that, like, if Peacock does this well, which, again, I don't have hope. (laughs) Like, I'm giving my expectations (laughs) very low. I think that there's something to be said with, like, discussing that. And showing mm-hmm. that, of, like, through the the casting choices, which is yeah. is interesting. Yeah. And we also have uh, Daniela Neves. Nevies. Yeah, Neves? I think it's
1: Neves.
0: She's Neves, also yeah.
1: gorgeous. Hello. Also gorgeous. Yeah. Um, looks like she was um, in a Nickelodeon series in 2015 called uh, Every Witch Way and witch nice. Academy, so, you know, maybe has some experience in the witchy paranormal acting uh, expertise. Um, and it's from Venezuela, so we got two ladies of color up in here. All right. in the vamps. The one, the, the, the cast choice we have for Dimitri is the one I had, I was interested in, because this guy named Kieran Moore, who was in sex education.
0: Okay, yeah, so I just looked at his Instagram. Okay. um this is giving some strong bad boy energy okay
1: all right we got a bad boy up in here
0: this is like very (laughs) it's giving like the stereotypical like british bad boy
1: oh yes yes i am seeing what you're seeing do you see the one
0: with like his skull tattoo yes oh (laughs) my god
1: yeah okay yeah i just you know
0: got those sad teddy bear eyes but like also wouldn't want to see him in a dark alley like yeah no would be a little definitely could fuck you up skeptical yeah damn these yeah, people are so hot hello these people.
1: this is gonna be a very hot show i also want to note too um christian is being uh-huh. played by andre Day kim famously from uh degrassi
0: so cute who the f- he's very cute Ah. Uh. Polygon, I love you all so much. Um, Y'all fumbled the bag (laughs) by not putting any of their, like, photos on this. Yeah, Um, seriously. Because now that I'm looking at photos of all of these people and who they're supposed to be playing, and some of these people I don't think we've met yet. Right, yeah. But one that I'm seeing is Andrew Liner, who's going to be Mason. Mm. And if that is not the best choice for Mason... Who, as far as we know, right now, right now, anyways, right. is just, like, a soft simp.
1: That yeah, feels like a great choice. <laughs>
0: yeah. This leading cast is, uh,
1: very really hot.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, it's... Which makes me wonder if Peacock is going for a, like, is like this... A CW? Yeah, one? like a CW yeah. kind of energy with this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that would make sense for them to do more of, like, the teen-targeted stuff, you know? Oh, I completely agree. I feel like that would be where they know their money is going to be.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um,
0: Especially since, right now, CW doesn't have that anymore. Like, it's just right. Riverdale, really. Yeah, it's all Riverdale. Oops, all Riverdale. <laughs> Oops, all Riverdale. Because um, they don't, I mean, that's it. There's, you know, and right. there's superhero stuff. Um, yeah. So, if Peacock know I mean, if they know where their demographic is, they should lean into that. It'd be smart for them. Yeah, hard to agree. <sighs> Interesting. Well, I hope that we get a little bit more information as that goes on, because yeah. now that I'm actually like getting into the series, I want to know. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, I'm curious.
0: Um, exactly. Um, we have a listener question here. Would you like to update us on this? Because you were the one who texted me in a panic.
1: In a, it was, the second it landed in our inbox, I opened it and I was like, Allie, you need to get into the inbox as soon as you are physically able to.
0: I swear to God, um, I think it was at like Either 8.30 or at, like, 9 o'clock at night. And I was, like, about to go to bed. And I thought there was something wrong. And it ended up being, no, there was something very, very right. No, what it was was a gift from our dear listener, Michaela.
1: Thank you, Michaela. (sighs) Michaela. Who stitched together something we've been wanting to do and just haven't for years now. Literally years. Which is a super cut of our intros of being, welcome into the Twilight or into the whatever the fuck we say. Into like a five-minute beautiful moment. It's so good. It's the most flattered I've ever been in my entire life. It's so good, and it's cut so funny. Like it's just very good. So I appreciate Michaela for all the work because it's. I was laughing about how amazing the whole time. I was laughing
0: the entire time, and it's my like. Oh, maybe
1: we are funny. (laughs)
0: Like someone made us funny. That's cool. (laughs) I never laugh at. Our podcast because I'm listening to my voice and I hate that. Um, But Michaela somehow a fucking wizard, master of all four elements, apparently somehow made that happen, and I love that. So Michaela, you've done the Lord's work. Uh, We've been wanting that. Biggest sim,
1: (laughs) truly. That you are
0: respected here. We have been wanting that for literally like almost five years now. So you deserve treat yourself today. You have. We're telling you to. Uh, Yes. So, It's a requirement. It is. That's your homework for today um, (laughs) is to treat yourself. We have a backstory here, a Twilight backstory. This is from Finn. Great. And (laughs) um, I'm excited to read this to you here. So... Finn says, to start off, forgive the email address, which I will not read to you, um, but it was good. I made it when I was in middle school. I'm not a patron, but my name is Finn for the sake of email etiquette. I've been meaning to send in my Twilight backstory for a while now. I think it's interesting because it's confusing, which isn't helped by my terrible memory. For context, I'm a non-binary lesbian, which does come into play. My stance on Twilight as a franchise flew flopped a lot over its time in the spotlight. I can't remember if I started the timeline as against it, pretending to be a fan or just neutral. I do know that I've been all three. My mom was and is a huge fan, owning and having read all the books as well as watching the movies several times over and even making my dad watch along. A vivid memory I have Watching the first movie with the daughter of my dad's friend was when I was about 11 ish, but I don't think I actually paid attention aside from the spider monkey line. But I did have to leave the room at the ballet scene because the sound and sight of blood made me feel sick. I'm pretty sure I've seen all the movies at some point, but I only have memories of the first two and my mom making me leave during Breaking Dawn Part One when they started getting down because I was still an innocent tween to them. I do know that the height of my pretending to like and care about Twilight was when the Eclipse movie came out because there were pictures of Taylor Lautner everywhere and I pretended to be attracted to him because it made my dad uncomfortable and I found that funny. (laughs) I do think I decided to be Team Jacob because I knew from online sources, Tumblr, that (laughs) that Edward was creepy and gross and assumed Jacob was the better choice. It took me years to realize that Jacob was basically never even an option to Bella and until listening to your podcast to learn that Jacob was just as gross to Bella post werewolf. Once again, (laughs) you're welcome. Once again, I don't know in what order these phases occurred, but I know I fell into the internalized misogyny trap of hating Twilight with a passion at least once in this period. I argued with my mom, not in any serious way, just mocking it and not enough to actually upset her. I made sparkling vampire jokes, all of it. Eventually it fell out of the public eye. I stopped caring, realized it was bad for different reasons. Then I had mocked it over. Then came the Twilight Renaissance. (laughs) I found the jokes funny, but didn't have any interest before listening to this Pods TikTok account. Despite having no interest in Twilight, I followed you because I found the clips funny and eventually started listening. It was all I listened to for several months. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> and learned so much about the actual books from your reading that I couldn't help but share with other people that I had never read them and started really wanting to have twilight movie nights to Aww. make fun of it and also it's fun and goofy. So my friends started associating me with twilight. Cute. They <laughs> they say uh, sorry if this is long to read. I love the show and the two of you. Thanks for reading. Um Finn, oh, yeah. that is a journey. But that is cute as fuck. So I love it. I love that a lot. The fact that your friends associate you now with Twilight um, is very what current. a rebrand, you know. Truly, <laughs> yes. Um, so I love that. Thank you for sharing. Um, being able to get all of your backstories throughout this is loki one of my favorite parts of the show. It's the best. It's so good. It it's is. such a vulnerable fun space, you know. <laughs> the fact that you all are, uh feel safe enough to share those with us is literally like the best part of the show. It's so good. Yeah. The last time that we left off, Lisa, if i remember correctly, was going dark side. Yes, doing church crimes. You're <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, she was like standing in class And being like, be my friend in a totally straight way. Using her compulsion moments to get all of her friends and to like
1: her again and to get them off Rose's back.
0: And also, I think she started hanging out more with Aaron. Yes. And Mia was having a fit (laughs) with it. (laughs) Um, That is what I remember in chapters 13 and 14. Where are we picking up now in chapter 15? Ooh, so we're picking off from after Rose
1: sets Mason on his little escapade journey to get oh, yeah. the, the, t- the, the tomes of St. <laughs> uh, Vladimir, his personal writings and writings about him. That's that right. Had, she made Mason go to get to ask Christian to go get them. Um, and we go right back where Mason comes back with the, the tomes and stuff and the things like, hey, I got your stuff. Do you love me? <laughs> like, Is this good? Are we good now? Um, and she's like, hell yeah, thanks, bud. Uh, see you later. I'm going <laughs> to. And just slams the door in his face. Literally. <laughs> so she does her little research. She's still trying to figure out the difference between primary and secondary sources. Oh my God, Rose. It's <laughs> like, come on, give her a break. <laughs> like, yeah, School's hard. Whatever. Um, and we get these sort of moments of the shadow kiss again, right? Which is the thing that St. Vladimir and Anna had a situation of and that she feels is something potentially that could be what the bond is between her and lissa
0: um i'm so glad that these books have been reprinted so many times that eventually they did get translated into english right (laughs) yeah (laughs) exactly (laughs) right and it's true
1: too because like she makes a quip to be like oh i don't want to deal with the things that are probably in russian or other languages like this is already incomprehensible i don't know what's going on here truly
0: Yeah, I'm glad that Um, Rochelle made a point to be like, oh, don't worry about it. I don't have to write in, like, old English for this. Uh, It's just a translation thing. Don't worry about it.
1: Yeah, and we sort of get the idea that the whole thing about St. Vladimir is a weird thing. Or it's something that's kind of, like, almost like a a god thing, where it's like he has his healing power, similar to Alyssa does, and, like, he doesn't specialize things in a way that like or like as far as we know like we don't know what where that comes from but everyone kind of sees him as like fantastical all-powerful kind of guy
0: what's that thing from Riverdale um, he's like weird he's not like other guys oh like I'm a weirdo
1: (laughs) you see my hat
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah he's yeah he's like unique or whatever
1: yes exactly he's Uh, not like
0: other uh vampires right exactly um i do love that at some point throughout this like rose is having her commentary and she eventually just gives up and starts calling vladimir vlad um yes <laughs> we're on a nickname basis now yeah she cannot at any point give respect to the saint and it's like no. yeah no it's fine like he's just depressed <laughs> like yeah it's, it's just cool. lissa yeah he's um,
1: struggling so yes, <laughs> yeah, not doing good. It uh, seems like pretty internally damaged. Um, using a lot of power, uh, assumingly, and like is not has a pretty tragic uh,
0: end of his life um, and backstory there, which makes Rose a little anxious about this. Uh, yeah, she's definitely starting to like connect the red string in her brain, right. Of understanding, like, oh, Vladimir was healing people all the time and healing things all the time. And the okay. more that he used his powers, the more that he started to get, like, angry and sad. Yeah. And that's a bummer because I'm starting to notice that in Lissa, and I can't just, like, shove it off as coincidental anymore. Um Since I'm, (laughs) I'm starting to see these, uh, (laughs) starting to see these like compare to each other, which is a bummer. Um, Yeah, certainly. Which is, and then we also get this sort of flashback
1: um, of Miss Carp. Yes, which is interesting. Oh, Uh, good Carp. Sad. Oh, Carp. Um, sort of about a a little bit before um, they leave, Um, and Carp is very nervous about lissa and her powers because you can tell that she senses something about her that is different and that would have her on alert or something that should be you know super protective of um and she confides in rose being like hey this you got to get her out of here like this is not safe for her she's gonna be too powerful you got to stop her before she you know goes down a dark path or something or like fully just like destroys herself in the process yeah um, which
0: is rough. It is rough because Carp, it's becoming clear, like, throughout all of these flashbacks that, um, mm-hmm. someone or some group is very much, like, after Miss Carp. Yeah. Um, and that, like, her time is clicking down, which we can kind of see, like, in this, because she, like, right. goes away and then never comes back. Um, yes. But also, you are saying to, theoretically, like, of what? This would have been, like, a 14, maybe 15-year-old in this moment. Um, yeah, a child. Hey, yeah. Um, your friend is going dark side. Um, I need you to take her and yourself out of this academy that is, like, impenetrable and get out of here. Minors, yeah. leave. Right? Like, I'm going to put yeah. this on your shoulders, and then I'm going to be, like, dragged out of here and never come back. Like, hello? Like, yeah.
1: Um,
0: it's just something that... If, is definitely a part of a lot of like hero's journeys, um, especially mm-hmm. these like fantasy things. But the older that I get, the more that I'm like, do you know what a 15 year old looks like? Like you are telling right? a baby. I If you are young, I'm not calling you an actual baby, but like you are telling someone with a very squishy brain, hey, um, here's a whole bunch of responsibility that you are not equipped for and that adults should be doing for you. Um, right. Go handle it yourself deuces yeah like what the fuck so disrespectful. Uh, it is and wild yeah um and especially in this moment too because the fact that like rose after carp gets like taken away is like mm-hmm. she'll be fine like miss carp will come back and then she just yeah. doesn't and that's so uh, it that's it doesn't not
1: helpful to anyone
0: here. it isn't especially when she Someone's like scared um is starting to like come back from the flashback and is like, well fuck. Like there's three people now. There's Lissa, there's Carp, and there's Vlad. And they all are starting to have these like similarities between them. And Vlad uh went dark side and then died. And Carp yeah. went I don't know that she went dark side, but like um, yeah, God. That seems to be the way that people talk about her too. Yeah, like in the present of being like, ooh, there's
1: like a weird callousness about bringing her up, you know?
0: Yeah, like she went dark side and then she got God, and then there's Lisa who's like going dark side, and Rose like, mm, well, it'll be no, mm-hmm. she's fine, and it's like, <laughs> yeah,
1: it's like, is this related? I guess I'll-
0: yeah, <laughs> we'll see. So it's definitely getting to the point where like she just can't ignore it anymore, and that's rough because Rose already has she's juggling like sixteen plates yeah (laughs) it's no good so then we get back to the present
1: um and rose is being essentially smuggled out of her room (laughs) yeah by mason uh to go to a fun party
0: um (laughs) this is wild um the fact that one mason is being like compulsed to take rose over wild yeah and also yeah. the fact and that from such a distance too i like, oh, know God. yeah <laughs> i hate it it's creepy um because the thing that i was wondering this entire time is like what if could rose like break it um right because mm-hmm. rose kind of like went along with it but i'm just wondering like could she is have, have a su- aside from her yeah or yeah done something to stop it you know? um what would have happened if she had actually tried? Um, mm-hmm. and then <laughs> to the thing that this is not funny, but I was having a hard time keeping a straight face while reading this is like, there are um, maybe like five Royals in Lissa's room. And then there's mm-hmm. obviously like Natalie and the Royals are having a good time. They're listening to music. Right. They're passing around whiskey, you know, like yeah. super, you They know, got little plastic cups. They're, having, they're having a great surviving. time. Yeah. Um, And Lissa is just sad. (laughs) Just like not having a good time. And it's just one of those things where it reminds me a lot of honestly, like being in high school where it's like you wanted so much to be at the party that you thought like was the it thing happening that weekend. And then as soon as you get there, it's like, this place, this fucking sucks. Yeah. Like, actually, this party blows and these people are terrible and I'm having a bad time. The music is <laughs> shitty. Like, it's so yeah. loud. The, the alcohol is gross. Like, I actually don't yeah. want to be here. And so Lissa's, like, standing there having organized, like, compulsed everyone to be there. And it's like, man, no. you don't even want this. Why are you doing yeah. this? You don't need to do any anything
1: and you're clearly not having a good time
0: especially and when rose... rose hates it too she's rose hates like, it
1: yeah she's very obviously in tune with her emotions and stuff and like sees that she's having a bad time yeah and also natalie's having a bad time because natalie's just kind of she's like i live here and, i like, live this here. Used to be my best friend and like now we're just like hanging out with these randos that we don't really like um and so like both her and rose are like definitely they're like not really drinking that much they're just kind of like surveying the whole thing and having a conversation it's just like oh it hurts so bad to be like oh this this one thing that like she wanted so bad is just like not happening
0: for real it is happening but it sucks yeah natalie doesn't know how to tell lissa like it's 10 o'clock and whose line is on and like she just wants to watch it (laughs) like
1: she just wants to get in her pjs and just like have a fun little roomy. yeah she she just hasn't seen a roommate in
0: fucking months (laughs) She doesn't know how to tell Lissa that, like, at 10 p.m., she always puts on her, like, fucking proactive acne cream
1: and watches
0: Who's Line. And there are people (laughs) on the other side of her very small dorm room just, like, bumping music and drinking whiskey. Which, why whiskey? Um, It's a really shitty thing for, one, them to steal, but, two, for a teacher of all people to be drinking at work. Yeah. There's just so much happening here, and it's all There's bad. so many layers
1: going on, and I don't like any of them
0: no, I don't um, especially because the main reason why this scene happens is the um, there's one guy who's here, and he was like, Hey, he like for some reason it doesn't seem like yeah, fucking Xander of, yeah, of all people. His name's fucking Xander, yeah. He doesn't like to go by Alex, actually. He just goes by Xander. <laughs> Fucking. Um, and for some reason, I don't know if it's because Lissa's, like, trying to spread her compulsion on so many people. Um, mm-hmm. Or if it's, like, the alcohol or if maybe it's all of it. But Xander was like, hey, Rose, so glad you're here. Um, can we finally talk about you and your neck? And you're feeding stuff. And and how much that turns you on. (laughs) Yeah. And I found it so wild that Lissa is apparently, throughout all of this, just, like, glaring at Xander the whole time. Yeah. And that's normal. And her friends are like, hey, that's cool. Yeah, totally. You just, like, do that. That's fine. Yeah. You're, that's, like, a thing.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's uh, so messy. Um, um, and then because of this we sort of get this like flashback, right of a of a, of a similar instance, which is um rough. So yeah, it's not good. big old content warnings for assaults, I suppose.
0: And, yeah, so yeah, many things it, I wish Rochelle in that regard <laughs> could have just put content warnings on. Yeah, before it's it's this. pretty
1: it's pretty bad. Um, so skip a couple minutes, because um, it's gonna get not
0: great. Yeah, it's not recoil. good. Um, and
1: basically, it reminds her of this uh, a party, a similar party that happened a couple weeks before, um, or a couple weeks after Miss Carp was taken away. Um, of this dude named Greg, fucking who I guess Greg, is a, a relative of Natalie's, um, had a party in his dorm, um, and it. Uh, devolves
0: quite quickly. Um. Especially because. One, he says that this is supposed to be, like, he has one of the biggest dorms, or biggest rooms in the dorm. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a big space. The way that Rochelle describes this, it sounds like it's in a fraternity. Like, yeah, that's the vibe I got, too. It feels like it was, like, an off-campus sort of vibe. Like, it felt
1: like a totally different from what we've seen. Yeah,
0: it sounds spaces, like it's you know? in, like, a two-story... Like, mm-hmm. I read it as being, like, a whole-ass house. And apparently it's yeah. just a a room in the dormitory. Just a thick room. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and that's so wild. Um, but anyways, okay, Rochelle, I'm in your brain palace now. Go on. Right, yeah. So we
1: get this guy, Greg, um, <sighs> Greg. who it fucking sucks um and he's kissing is he kissing lissa or rose i think it's rose right
0: um rose, lissa. he yeah because she's looking yeah
1: yes rose because she rose is on the uh the lookout and stuff like that mm-hmm. and they're like having their own little kind of funky school party moment whatever um and then realizes there are uh humans like there's like one human in particular named wade um who's like, you know, just a regular is a feeder, right? Um and she seems very out of it. Like seems a incredibly drunk, but also like has done a lot of feeding before. So she is like low on blood. <laughs> um
0: yeah, the way and- that um one, Rochelle, I'm glad that you used all of the shitty names. So thank you. Yes. <laughs> um right. And also, the way that she describes the feeder as being, like, just came off a day of her job. And so yeah. her, like, her hair and her skin are pale. I was like, ooh, they her hair. They look really rough. Yeah. Um, the idea of that is such a, like, visual. Oh, I hate God. it. I hate it. Um, and so, like, the idea, of course... Of course, a guy named Uh fucking Wade, who would be like, yeah, I'm going to bring this person who I value as like less than me to the party um, and just use her body because she doesn't mean anything to me. Like, Wade, hello, read the room. Yeah,
1: it's awful. And like Rose notices this and Lissa obviously noticed this and they're like, hey, that's not right. Like, this is a bad dynamic here and I'm not comfortable with this at all and then fucking Greg is like oh they're not gonna hurt her it's fine whatever um and Lissa's is doing a very like hard stance here being like no we have to like do something because like this is fucked up and they shouldn't be doing this and Rose is incredibly drunk and not really on her A game and it's just like you know it could it could be fine I don't know like and it's just like this whole tension between them and then it gets
0: so very bad so very bad it also doesn't help one that L- lissa is the third wheel here yeah right that, like and that puts her in a different position it does for sure it yeah. does put her in a bit different position because rose and lissa are very drunk as it seems like are everyone yes in this space um but rose is very drunk and is like listen i i All I know is Greg is right in front of me and I want to kiss him. And his mouth was right on my mouth. And I (laughs) keep doing that. Actually, Lisa, you keep tapping my shoulder and telling me about (laughs) other people who are kissing near me. And I don't understand why you're doing that. Go find someone to kiss. And Lisa's like, no, Rose. (laughs) Like, this is a, (laughs) this is a social injustice. And Rose is like, (laughs) ma'am, like, I have lips to kiss. And it's like, finally Lissa's like no you don't I know that you are drunk but this is important yeah and like you can see this happening like in the middle of the room too like
1: where Wade and this this human girl are like he's up in her neck and stuff like that and And there's
0: like like, multiple other men
1: there too yeah and there's a yeah there's a yeah exactly which like shifts the thing for sure of the mood here Um, and everyone's and Rose and Lissa are like no let's not people are uncomfortable with this this sucks Don't do that. Um, And then they're just like, fuck it. We, you can just get the fuck out of here.
0: And then we'll just do whatever we want here, which is not good. (laughs) No, it's not. And what I didn't realize when I read this the first time is that um, what I thought was like a two-story space was not it was that um when Rose confronts them and the other people are like yeah that's actually really weird what are you doing yeah um Wade and the other people go to Wade's room I thought it was the other guy's room room. right it's not um yeah and so eventually when Greg and Rose are, like, kissing in, and eventually Rose, for some reason, has, like, a moment of clarity, and it's like, fuck, where's right. Lisa? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, yeah. Because even when she is, like, lips deep in a man, she's like, where's my bond, babe? My bond. My bond. Um, <laughs> and he, Greg is like, don't worry about Lissa; she's probably in the bathroom. And of course she's not. Mm-hmm. Lisa, because she has no one to kiss, like, she's nothing to do. She, there's nothing yeah, else
1: going like, on that she's, like... You very board much... a party and you want to be a girl boss hero <laughs> and yeah. save someone.
0: and naturally, like, she's hyper-fixated on the fact that, like, this is not okay. Which, like, I don't blame yeah. her. Like, this is... It's fucked. No,
1: and no one was doing anything about
0: it. Yeah. No. Fully
1: com- understand where she's coming from
0: here. Um, the, the issue, obviously, is that she girl-bossed her way into Wade's room and compulses him to... Nearly kill himself. Yeah. Um, like, makes him break the window
1: with a bat. And, like, this girl is, like, cowering in the corner, obviously incredibly scared about everything that's going on. But especially this moment.
0: Yeah. Um, it's rough. it's It's not stuff. good. Um, especially, like, one, Lissa, hey, get it? Yeah. I also don't know that I wouldn't do the same thing. Um, yeah. But the... They describe her as the feeder girl, which is what I'm going to say because I don't know what the fuck else to say. I don't know yeah, this girl's right. name. Um, yeah. But, like, this woman has been through enough. Can yeah. we just not? Can we get her She's out had of the a rough room? Day. Just, yeah, get, can her we get her out of somewhere. the room and then you can do what you need to do, Alyssa. Um, yeah. But also, when Rose finally gets there, um, and even, like, through her alcohol, apparently, is able to describe the feelings that Alyssa has as, like, black. And angry and merciless, which is not good, Ugh, Lissa. No, and not what we've no- come to see from Lissa so far. Exactly, very out of character. Um, not the kind of girl who would, you know, want to revive an animal and like struggle to to do so. Um, yeah. which is not good. Um, yeah. But Rose eventually makes her drop the compulsion.
1: They get out of there. She's reminded again of the whole Mrs. Carp uh, cry of, of help or whatever. Right. Um, yeah, and they go back to this present day party scene. Um, in which Xander's Xander trying to fucking do the same shit, just trying to do a little horny fucking blood moment.
0: But Anyways. it's okay, because Rose is able to dismiss the tension. And yeah. so Rosey is have like, to, I have a
1: moment of sobriety here. I'm on. I'm. I'm not going to let that happen again. Let's yeah. Stop it before it happens. Let's go.
0: So that way, Melissa doesn't have to like, you know, get right. all <laughs> X Games mode, right. um, <laughs> dark X Games mode, um, which is good because the that is not the feeling that we want. No. Just. Because the way that she describes it is just like almost like a nun, like a void of feeling, which is yeah. not—that is yeah. not a good feeling. I would imagine not a good sign. Yeah. <laughs> um, so where does that leave us with chapter sixteen then? Chapter sixteen,
1: we go back to sort of seeing the the ramifications of like the compulsion and stuff like that the gossip seems to have died down at this point um but one new piece of gossip that is different uh from the rose situation uh is we got a new hot couple in the scene here whoa, whoa, whoa. Wee-oh, wee-oh. um lisa and aaron yeah this is uh doing it yeah it's not great i'm not a fan of this <laughs> um just a full disclosure um because if you if you're unaware aaron was formerly mia's boo thing um and they had a big old fight and they're over and so lissa was like let me swoop on in here while i'm already on my whole little parade of just snatching everyone up and being you know boss of the school let me just get in here and they do that and they are so overt about it they are just always on top of each other very, very explicitly, like in front of Mia, in front of everyone, making sure they know that everyone else knows.
0: Not with the purpose of getting back with Aaron, like she was before they left. Right, she was with him. Totally d- they right. had sex, yeah, totally. all that kind of stuff. Um, just for the purpose of further destroying Mia, which is not. Yeah. That is not. Please don't use someone like that. No, no. Uh, that's not. That's <laughs> not how a word we of do advice. Stuff.
1: That's not how people. In- Relationship
0: um, work because there's ideally. a point too where rose says like lissa um like through the bond lissa was only showing him like mild interest but she was mm-hmm. looking at him like he was the most fascinating person on the planet and like that's fucked yeah. um because like put don't don't play with someone like that that's not yeah. nice and also right. oh it's a waste of your time right so you don't need to do any of
1: this um, no. So, yeah, Mia's down bad. Um, Christian is very, very down bad. <laughs> Christian is pissed. <laughs> he's but pissed he won't tell anyone. He's so sad. No, yeah, he's keeping it all in a little bottle in his heart. <laughs> um, and then we get Rose, who's still kind of thinking about uh, the St. Saint Vlad- Saint Vladimir thing and the Miss Carp thing and being like, let me do some of my own research. Huh? Let me go to yes. Mrs. Carmack and get some tea about elemental stuff um and about saint vladimir um and they have this whole back and forth about how like vladimir didn't really specialize in anything like most uh Maroy and royals do and like lissa is not able to at this point um and the healing thing isn't really associated with any of those specific elements which is important um and so she's like well are you talking about saint vladimir are you talking about Lisa, we can talk about Lisa. I have no poems here about. <laughs> Rose's like, uh, gotta go. Uh... Rose's like, I don't know who you're talking about. I, what is that? I don't. I don't, know. I don't know who Lissa is. I mean, fuck. And was uh... like, no, don't worry. Like, I'm sure she'll grow into it. She has very. She's performing well in all of them. Just one has to burst through, and it can happen any day now. And Rose's like, yeah, yeah, okay. While I'm here though, what about Miss Carp? Was that? Did she have? <laughs> anything just like totally random not at all relevant to this conversation but like what what was up with that um and she was like yeah i guess uh i i forgot about it but she definitely didn't specialize in anything she was one of those rare cases in which she just didn't have an element and she's like all right noted interesting uh gotta go (laughs) this was this was great thank you um so and so now she's working at this whole theory of like them all having a similar link
0: they are all the
1: avatar Yes. Not They are all the avatar um, <laughs> and they have this healing and dark side moments to them, which is a lot to to unpack.
0: Because, of course, yeah, if you are trying to master all the elements, which seems to not be a fit, like you're not right. supposed to be able to do that. Then, of course, your body would be like, "Uh, sure, I can do that, yes. but my brain's going to go. So you cool right. with that? Yeah. And from the
1: way that uh, the teacher, too, was talking about it, how it's like nobody really specializes in all of them because it's also incredibly energy draining. Right. Like people focus and specialize on one thing because they put all of their things into it. But if you spread yourself across all four, it's like it will totally mess you up, you know, and it's supposedly not even supposed to happen, you know, right in the first place, you know super normal then
0: you know so then. yeah so
1: this is doing great and nothing is of concern at all <laughs> and
0: that's yeah great. super normal then that the one of the recognized times that it's happened you call one of them a saint then cool right. love that yeah. and has only been really known in legends and and of
1: mystery and like a god sort of moment so it's right like, cool 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 great good to know put a pin in that <laughs> <Good to know. laughs> then Rose has this little conversation with Lissa, finally having a real talk moment. Yeah,
0: a come to Vlad moment.
1: Yeah, a come to Vlad (laughs) I've had a come to Vlad moment um, and you are concerning me. Um, You don't have to keep up this charade anymore. I know you're not happy. You don't have to lie to me. Like, this sucks and you don't have to do it, right? And your whole energy thing and the compulsion thing is making me upset. And she goes on the whole recap of the Vlad stuff and tells her everything, finally, about what she's digging into and Miss Carp. Um, and Lissa seems to be very, like, defensive about this, of being like, no, that's just – those are coincidences. Like, it's – I'm not going to go crazy. Like, I'm not going to, like, wild out here. You know, I'm going to – I'm okay. I'm in control. And it's like, Lissa, you are not in control, very clearly. It's okay. Um, and just having that sort of – just keep in, in her mind of being like, all right, this is something – at least I have some sort of name to it or something I can reference to that maybe this is why these things are happening or
0: who I am, you know? Right. I think that one it would be wild if Lissa wasn't defensive. Right, um, of course, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Because she's like, what are you talking like, hello, I'm doing this for you. Don't you don't like all my new friends
1: and <laughs> uh all all no the rumors don't exist anymore and we're all having a great time and we're having very cool parties that we all love equally for sure. And I'm having a great time
0: and I'm popular and I love it <laughs> here. So I don't know what the problem is, bros. Yeah. Um But I think that I was personally surprised that just within this conversation alone, um, Lissa started to like budge on that a little bit. Yeah, Um, yeah, and it's not. And I was not expecting that. Yeah, it's it's a good start, which is I think
1: more than I would have expected uh, from someone being accosted with that information, right? Um, Because it's a lot to unpack and a lot to be confronted with at once. But she's like, you know, I'll you know, stop with the compulsion stuff. I'm still going to, like, hang out with Aaron and, like, my friends just so I don't want to, like, ghost them, you know. But I'm going to, like, tone it back because I don't need it and I
0: can do this myself, which is great. Yes. Which is a good start. Yeah, a good start. Yeah. Baby steps, you know. Yeah. Um, The other thing I was not expecting (laughs) during this, (laughs) which is a very – I – I know that i've mentioned eclipse in this before but it's giving very strong eclipse tense scene to me mm-hmm. was the mm-hmm. conversation here between rose and christian yeah oh man um the <sighs> rose is like trying to be
1: like hey you were i don't like you at all <laughs> like you suck and you kind of freak me out you did light a guy on fire i won't forget that um but you are, you have a calming effect on Lissa, and you understand each other in a way that only, like, myself really does in some way. And, like, I think you're a good presence in her life. And, like, I was kind of a shithead for sort of being in the way <laughs> of that. You know, that was on me, I, I, I admit, for sure. But, you know, if you just see her, you can just say hey and not be fucking weirdo
0: about it. Right. <laughs> I, I just, there's something about this that I love a lot of Rose being like, listen, Lissa is my babe. I love her a lot. It's my girl. Um, and Christian, you fucking pissed me off. Yeah, I hate you so much. (laughs) And I just, I could, oh God, I could punch you right now. But I think that she likes you and you might... You know, you might be fine, or whatever, okay? <laughs> so just fix it between the two of you. God, you piss yeah. me off. Bye. <laughs> and it, it's just, they're, the two of them are incredibly similar, but they will not yeah, mention that to each other so at all.
1: insufferable. I love it. Yeah. And it's like, he also is still kind of butthurt about it and being like, it, I think that's a problem. With Lissa and with you, and like she should talk to like a professional, and she should if she has something going on. I'm not going to be your therapist or whatever. Like. And
0: she should talk to a professional.
1: But <laughs> she should at least Lissa needs guidance outside of uh, her teenage friends <laughs> that she has.
0: Um, um, like she just it it's not real, safe yeah. for her to talk to a professional right now. So. No,
1: it really isn't.
0: Um, but hopefully now, um, since he. Seems to have gotten the message and seems to be walking towards Lyssa at this point that hopefully they seem to have gotten it figured out. So anyways, we'll see. But we'll have to wait just a little bit because next week we do not have chapters 17 and 18. We have a special treat for you all. Um, We have been wanting to do this for a long time um, and we finally did it because it's Bella's birthday next week. And so yes. we have a special guest who has joined us for the director's commentary of Twilight next yes. week. Yes, we're excited to be able to share that with Very you. Very fun. Yeah, it's going to be so fun. But um, yes. so we have some fantastic patrons to thank. Would you like to start us off?
1: Yes, absolutely. Shout out to Mallory Hardwick.
0: Pew, 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 pew. Thank you to Katie Black. Pew, 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 pew.
1: Thank you to Kylie Minty. Woo, woo, woo,
0: woo. Thank you to Alex Dornan. Boar, boar, boar,
1: boar, boar. Shout out Carrie Goldberg.
0: Boar, 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 boar.
1: Oh.
0: Thank you to Mickey Meyer. Boar, 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 boar.
1: Boar, boar, boar.
0: Thank you, Rebecca
1: Cullen.
0: Boar, 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 boar. Thank you to Mulch Gray. Mulch. Mulch. Thank you to Taylor Brown
1: Town Lautner.
0: Mm. Thank you to Jasmine Anastasia. Thank you to Bailey Christian. Uh, uh, uh. Thank you to Cassandra Bomer. Ooh. Ooh! Ooh! Thank you to Christian Strider. Ooh! Ooh! Thank you to Megan Pattinson. Boing, boing, boing. Thank you to Cassandra O'Shea. Ooh! Ooh! Thank you to Rachel Seeker. Boing, boing, boing. Shout out Ashley Dragomir boing, boing, boing. Ooh! Thank you to Alexandra Ozera. Thank you to Maddie Facinelli. Uh. Thank you to Genevieve Morgan. Thank you to Kelly Beck, your mom, my mom, all of our moms. Thank you to Sophia Salinger. Thank you to India Peach. Bow, 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 bow. Mm-hmm. Thank you to Laura Forty. Ooh, ah, ooh, and thank you to Abby Pen. Uh, 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 yes, yes. So I have a fan fiction for you this week ooh. that was sent in by T. Thank you, T. Thank you, T. Um, and the Lord's word, <laughs> <laughs> truly, um, and. They said, I have a fan fiction recommendation. (laughs) It's about Edward basically boiling himself (laughs) to have a normal body temperature, which definitely caught my attention. And I needed to check this out.
1: Yes, I love it.
0: So this was written by Rotonomous. It is titled, (laughs) A Consummation Devoutly to be Wished, which is definitely a strong title. This was yeah. published on April fourth, two thousand eight. Hell yeah, OG! Uh, it's truly an OG, and it has over three thousand words. I will be reading all of them for you now. <laughs> um, no, this is just a this is a teensy slip, a snippet from the beginning. <sighs> what he really does uh, boil himself. It's a whole thing. Okay,
1: yeah.
0: In the water, everything was quiet. With the others away hunting, I could lie here in the tub for as long as I wished, which, as it turned out, was six and a half hours. I only sat up every so often to drain the bathtub and to fill it again with scalding hot water, after which I would submerge myself once more. I could be very patient when I needed to be. Earlier today, I had noticed that the pressure of the water on my eardrums as I turned my head slightly from side to side offered the illusion of a rushing sound, almost like blood pumping through my veins. I reveled in that for some time. And I discovered, too, that when my eyes were closed and my body was still, I had the strange sensation of being lost. Not weightless. I could never feel weightless. My body rested heavily on the bottom of the porcelain tub like a dead weight, which naturally it was. (laughs) No, I lost the sensation of where my skin ended and the water began. The molecules that formed a perfect microscopic sleeve around my hard flesh seemed somehow to become part of me. Or the strange atoms in my flesh seemed to join the hydrogen and oxygen, blending one into the next like I was expanding, becoming living water or water becoming undead. It was odd. I liked it. <laughs> um, end scene. I'm going to stop there. Um, yeah, before do, you get too wild. <laughs> it, it does get very wild. There is a part... Essentially, where Bella comes back and notices that the reason why Edward has been in a scalding hot tub for six hours (gasps) is because he wanted to feel warm for her. Mm. And he describes himself as sous himself. For her. I hate that. Which is the, sure. uh, like, it is the grossest t- thing I've ever heard.
1: Yeah. Oh, God.
0: But the idea of, <laughs> of of Edward being in a tub and just sinking to the bottom <laughs> is uh, an image that, <laughs> that is I think... It's the funniest thing I've ever pictured. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's going to haunt me for a while. So I will definitely keep that until we, uh, we record next time. Well, folks, thank you for... Be in here, as we <laughs> say here in the Pacific Northwest. Get bit and get whipped. Ooh. Ooh.